Episode 73, Weighing In with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav, looking very Weekend Trav-like uh, in his nice get-up, go Team USA, though I'm not watching the uh, Winter Olympics out of spite. That's not for the Olympics. That's just for America. Just, I'm Team America. Just Team America. Got it. So, Episode 73, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for subscribing. If you're not subscribing yet, please follow our content as we come to you almost every week. We try to do every week, but sometimes our schedules dictate otherwise, and that is what it is. Because you're a dad, I'm a dad, uh, you got a job, I got a job, and, you know, life happens. You Wait, you're saying we both work? No way. Life comes at you quick. No this podcast way. is not paying the bills. So, anyways, yet. we can Trav. We're here, Episode 73. We have a special guest coming on with us in a few minutes, and, uh, well... They can't see that seat. Okay, well, we, we, that's why we have different camera angles. This is a low-budget, low-rent situation. We have pre-made drink made as well for somebody, and we have, a, we have a, a microphone over here that you can't see, but just trust me. And trust me when I say this. We appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for following along to our content. This week will be a little interesting. I don't know what kind of dynamic we're going to get into. We might get into some whiskey. We might get into some boxing. We might get into some uh, swimming. Trouble. Trouble, most definitely. So we're going to jump right into what we're drinking tonight. I know it's out of order, usually for us. We have this Michter's Sour Mash Whiskey. We can Trav. Give me a little uh, uh, sample of what you think uh, with regard to the Michter's. First of all, I have to give a heads up because I actually went looking for Charles Woodson's liquor. Mm. Charles Woodson, it's Woodson... Woodson Bourbon, I think it's called. But either way, he lives right here in Lake Nona, where we're at. And I went to the ABC, and they were sold out. So I was originally looking for that. Got to support local. Charles Woodson, come on, bro. We need your... We we were trying to buy it. So instead of that, I got the Michters because one of my good friends, uh, Josh Douglas, actually, who Brandon knows, B-Money knows, um, I drank it at his house, and I really liked it. So I was like, you know, I'm going to get it. And it's the Michters Small Batch Sour Mash. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you... I, I. I actually really like this stuff. Yep. I don't think it has the same bite that most bourbon has. It's got like a dried fruity, like, but it's not fruity, but it's got like a, I don't know how to explain it, but it's not, well, it doesn't taste this. like normal bourbon. I don't, I don't believe it's going to fall as the, under the bourbon category. Uh, definitely whiskey for sure. Yeah. Uh, Michter's does a lot of different brands, uh, yeah, and so they will have yeah, some bourbon, they will have straight whiskey. I haven't yet to have this one, the Sour Mash. Which, it tastes pretty good. Usually when you have something that's sour mash, you're thinking like a Jim Beam, which is bourbon. Uh, but there's other things as well. Uh, it tastes very good. Uh, this is a little more higher in than Jim Beam even, too. Like, this is up there. We usually go with the, like, 30 to $40 range. This was more in the $50 range. But it's also inflation. But it's called Bidenflation. Yes, yes. You like how I did that? Yeah. Bidenflation. Okay, so that's so this might be a medium price point now, but we can try. We like to do the zero to ten boxing gloves. Um, you gave your little take on it. What do you think overall? What's the ranking you're going to give this thing? I'm going seven point zero. Wow, that's high. Okay, and it's very high for us because you, if you know us and you follow us enough, which you should, that's a very high ranking for us. So I don't think anybody's been over a seven two or seven three or something like that. We've never had nothing like that. So I, a seven for me is a very good. A seven is I would buy again, and drink again. Okay, wow. Because okay, so we're gonna deviate a little bit. I like it. It tastes good. Um, it's not gonna be the first thing I, I you know, jump you for, for um, or reach for. So I was actually gonna give this a six point two. 
Uh, which, if you average those out, 6.2 to made or 6.6. That's not that low. That's better than average. I mean, it's way lower than what I. Well, yeah, I think you, you went out of the gate I like did. a rocket I on that it. score. I know. I liked it. I like it. Uh, and I tried it neat first, but I do prefer it with ice. Uh, it tastes good. Oh, yeah, I need to get some ice, too. I'm just telling you, like, I, there's other things I like better. It's definitely better than um, that stuff from uh, Conor McGregor. Oh, man. Like, we, yes, proper 12 is not proper. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so average. Well, bu- let's start calling that improper twelve. <laughs> improper. 12. That is improper so, twelve. Well, this is the proper six point <laughs> six uh, boxing gloves out of ten. Uh, is what we're giving the Michter Sour Mash whiskey. So pretty good to me. Um, and, and that's that weekend trap. It wasn't so bad. Yeah, no, it's not so bad. So once again, we are uh, weighing in with Travis Hartman. This is the number one beards, bourbon, and boxing podcast. Shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Lake Nona, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym. Shot on a Sunday or Monday. Today is Sunday. In the world. In yes. the world. That's that. In the world. That demographic, that niche, we have a stranglehold over. We tackled that niche. We do niche. Niche? Niche. I don't know. I don't know either. So, anyways, weekend travel. Uh, a lot of different things going on in boxing. I want to say there's one dominant headline going on. I mean, we could talk. I just, we could talk about Ryan Garcia leaving Canelo's camp, uh, or you know, Reynosa's camp, I should say. We could talk about the on again, off again of what's going on with Cambosis. Probably looking to fight Lomachenko, which I think we both like that fight a lot. Um, so, what, what would you like to talk about before we bring our special guest on? Let's give a few minutes here. Let's check off the boxing box. I think what I really want to talk about is those really sweet sunglasses that you have. I am digging the the hair. I'm digging the beard. I'm digging the all black like look, sleek black t-shirt, black adi- you not on purpose either by the way. Look at this. I got a my hat is Adidas as well. Oh, there we you are go. matching. We didn't even mean to. Be money. We're matching. So can we talk about the glasses, please? We can. These are let's see. These are blenders. Okay, Ooh. blenders glasses. Uh, I just got them. I like the brand. I like the company. Uh, price point about the same as this bottle. So nice. Ultimately, it just more than I would spend. It just makes me feel like more of a man wearing this. A slicked back. Adidas wearing. Lululemon wearing. I feel. Oh, okay. I take it back. The shirt isn't black. No, it's not. I'm looking. It's an now. olive color. Wait, yeah, I'm looking now. Yeah, okay. It's darker colored. Usually, I, I don't, see it now. And I didn't see it first. Usually, I don't. <laughs> I don't get the love on the threads. Usually, we're talking about weekend traps. I know. Traps, I know. Like I. So you'll come to find out. I am a huge like jacket guy. Huge. Huge. Jacket off in the building. Hmm? <laughs> I'm a child. I'm, but um, that's what she's yeah. Jacket off in the building, get it? Jacket off. I got it. So, but I'm a huge jacket guy. I love jackets, and I don't. What do you? What do you call that? Like, that's a jacket, right? You'd call a jacket jacket. like a sweatsuit type of jacket, windbreaker ish. But it's it's not. not It's like windbreaker. It's thicker. Yeah. So, like, I literally, I have a ton of those. I love them. I used to be addicted to Adidas because when I was in the amateurs boxing, Adidas was the sponsor of USA Boxing. So I used to be obsessed with Adidas. I loved all their stuff. All day I dream about soccer. All day I dream about Sarah. There was a girl I used to date in mm. high school. So we used to say, I'm kidding. Sorry, but I actually did date a girl named Sarah. Sorry, baby. Well, there's a corn song. Corn does the all day I dream about sex. 
That's what a lot of people said that Adidas actually but stood it's for. All day I dream. It's, it's all day I dream about soccer, right, ladies and clearly, gentlemen? Clearly, clearly. Sure. I, don't, I don't know. But either way, yes, thank you for noticing. Uh, but if you could see me from the waist down, no pants. It's the no pants party. I just want everybody to know mm-hmm. that most of the time when we're in the gym, we don't like to wear pants. No, well, it's because it's warm still. It's Florida. It's very warm you right know, now. You might be getting hit with snow and all that up north. Uh, I saw the truckers in Canada. They're getting hit with the snowstorm as they're... As they're uh, Pro, Freedom uh, Convoy. Yeah, they're protesting peacefully, by the way. No one's really covering that that well other than one or two networks. Uh, there's a lot going on out there we can't really get into. I don't, I'm not smart enough to understand the inner workings. All I know is that, that their leader is acting like a dictator. We'll stop it right there before we get shut down. Either way, thank you for noticing my threads. Dictator. He is. Um, jacket yeah, but I'm just saying. Inside. Jacket. <laughs> jacket on. No, jacket off. Jacket off. Jacket off with the dictator. But anyway... Back to boxing. Yep. So there was a little bit of boxing. There, there's actually always a little bit of boxing buzz going on. Sure. You know why? Because boxing is the number one combat sport in the world. Number one. However, last night, Weekend Trav, we did have Bare Knuckle. Is it Fight Club? Or, bare uh, Knuckle Boxing. Bare Knuckle Boxing. It's, yeah, but the company, it's bare, bare Knuckle FC, I think. I think so. I mean, I'm not positive on that one, but it's called Bare Knuckle Boxing, Yes, it, definitely. So a friend of ours, Mike Perry, he fought uh, last night. It was down south, probably Hollywood, I would think. It was right? in Miami. Oh, Miami. So yep. it was in the Hard Rock. Yep. Uh, right. Okay. So he was fighting uh, Julian, it was a Julian Lane. I think you're right, actually. I know his last name was Lane because I remember his trunk okay. said that. So he was, uh, he was uh, Mike Perry was betting favor. I think it was minus 400, something like that. Won the unanimous decision. Uh, tell you what, man, that stuff is brutal. Bro. Mike Perry, we love you on our show. We do. But, bro, that's a brutal sp- – like, you are hey, one mad- tough mother – like, I, I told Brad, off-air, B-Money, he knows it. Off-air, like, you're just – that is just – I mean, I'm a boxer, and you know that. Like, I'm a boxer, but, man, you earned your money, bro. He's he's probably the toughest dude I've ever known. In my entire life. In my In entire the history life. of the world. And he earned – all that money last night and then some. Props to you, buddy. I, I hope like you heal up real nice. Uh, he, he, I mean, you could. There were definitely some facial injuries, and things like that. But yeah, I saw, spare knuckle. I saw a video clip of them both after the fight. Like you know, I don't know what they were saying to each other, but it was like in a drinking situation. So yeah. ultimately, they were fine. But man, bare knuckle. You gotta imagine your fists, your knuckles, all those different bones in the hands, all the in your face. True, man. The, the thing about that's that is, a man's combat sport right there, man. I feel like even if you win in that sport, you don't win because I guarantee you, you probably broke your hand, you broke a knuckle, mm. you broke your face, you broke some. There's some lacerations. Nobody ever walks away out of that unless there's a one punch knockout. If it goes the distance, which this one did, Mike won on all three judges' scorecards, 48, 46, I believe. He won by two points on all judges' scorecards, uh, whatever the actual number was. I think it was 48, 46. But regardless of that, if it goes the distance in bare knuckle boxing, oh my gosh, those guys are beat up. Yeah, you're not feeling good for the next you, month. If you look at both guys' faces, you really can't tell who the winner or loser was because they're both pretty much, like, it's bare knuckle, literally. So so beyond just the, the kind of difference of between traditional boxing and bare knuckle, which we know, obviously, it's gloves, whatever else. But um, what I will say is this. I've watched Mike fight for pretty much most, if not all, I won't say all of his career because I, I met him when he was first becoming professional. Um, the transition he's gone from just pure MMA to now this, I see the difference. He's been working very hard, specifically with boxing guys yep. uh, most recently. And you, you saw it a little bit last night. And he's going to continue and improve that. 
And I think all these guys are realizing we want to get paid. We want to have, we still want to be competitive. We want a good situation where fans love to watch it. They want to see us fight. This is it right now. Until we can, until there's maybe a pure boxing play somewhere. I don't know. But for now, he's getting paid much better. Yep. You know, he's, I guarantee you, he's making more money in bare knuckle than he was making oh, in the UFC. Easily. Like, it's crazy. Like even, uh, uh, what, two years ago, something like that, Paige Van Zant brought that, brought that to light, how much she was getting paid doing that, which she sucked at it, by the way, versus MMA. It was incredible. Like the UFC really withholds so much money. So number one, he showed a lot more boxing skill last night. Kudos to him. He's working at it. Keep doing it. Secondly, you got paid. Follow the money. Where is it at? It's there right now. Perhaps down the road, it is pure boxing. Who knows? But I think it is for him. You're doing the right stuff, man. Keep it up. Kudos to you, Mike Perry, uh, buddy of ours, like I said, and I'm proud of you, buddy. Uh, it's just the fact that I've seen you grow so much over the course of your career, but also that as a family man as well now. Um, you know, it's just really cool to see that. So congratulations last night on your win. Yes, and Mike, the only advice I wanted to give you is you are doing amazing in bare knuckle. Your boxing has gotten so much better. But as a family man, as a as a as a husband, and as a now a father, go to boxing. Get your butt to boxing ASAP because one, you have a platform. You're a former UFC guy. You're a bare knuckle guy. You've won two bare knuckle fights now, I believe, right? Um, get in the boxing ring because you're gonna make more and you're gonna have a longer career there. Because listen, man, I know you're tough. We all know you're tough. You're literally probably the toughest guy that I've ever met in my entire life, and I've met a lot of people, but. Get out of that sport. Get some money and get out. I'm sorry, but get out because that crap is brutal. Man. Come to the boxing because you'll make some money over here. Well, once again, congratulations to Mike Perry on your victory last night. Well-deserved, well-earned. Proud of you. And keep up the good work, hard work there. All right, we can trap. So let's do this. I, that was kind of, we didn't even write any notes. See, I have no notes, folks. We're, Let me we're show you. We're winging this, bro. Got nothing. Got winging nothing. it. So uh, what we're going to do, we can trap. We're going to do a really short break here in order to bring out our special guest, uh, okay. which some of those uh, subscribers I mentioned earlier will know who this is. Obviously, we'll give them a proper introduction. Maybe yes. you will, because I think you know him a little bit better than me. And then uh, we'll just let the conversation flow. Based on what we're drinking with the Michters, based on, oops, that camera's not on yet, based on the high lie I'm drinking as well, probably not a good uh, mix, but you know. He'll be out. He'll be out soon. I got President's Day tomorrow. I'm not working tomorrow weekend, Trav. I'm just going to the gym. Good. Um, Is that good? It's very good. It's very good. So, uh, we're going to take a short break like we used to do back in the old school days. Boom, shakalakalaka, boom. And we're going to be back. Uh, Before you know it, we're going to have our special guest with us, and we're going to go from there. All right? All right, weekend trip break over. We're back. Hard break, break is over. It's not really hard break. It's a soft break. That's okay. not what so, she said. <laughs> so I'm going to toss it to Weekend Trav. Weekend Trav is going to introduce our guest, and uh, we're just going to let the conversation flow, depending on how the Michters flows, and my highlight, and my bang, and my water. Sound Man, good? You're, that's, there's a lot of weird mixtures going on in go, your stuff. I'm going to have to go pee probably like midway through, I think. Just pee? Just right here. I feel like it's going to be, like be one or two. That's why I don't wear pants. I wear a diaper while we do these things. So I just go. <laughs> well, well, a hard break or a soft break? well, speaking <laughs> of diapers, <laughs> speaking of diapers, I asked my dad one time, I said, dad, do you wear boxers or briefs? And he said, depends. Ah! So this is, uh, I'd like to welcome my father, who's been the second in-house guest of our podcast, which has been going on for two years now. This is episode 73. 
Pops, welcome. Thanks for coming down. Thank you, thank you. This this whole gym and what is represented here was started with you because you started me into boxing when I was six years old. So thank yeah. you for all of that. And brought you to existence. Right? Literally. Literally. I came from him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't realize that yeah. word, yeah. but <laughs> I actually, <laughs> but literally, yes. He was definitely twinkling in my eye. Oh boy, there we go. Oh, so I became more than that. Let's soon. see where Travis gets his humor from. Okay, um, so his mom. Well, <laughs> thanks. For, definitely, thanks for joining. I mean, I think the mic will pick you up from however you talk. But okay, you know, uh, I don't know where to start. Right? I don't know where to start. I know we've met a few times. Obviously, we've been friends online for a little while. Mm -hmm. But well, I got weekend travel. I got this guy over here. I've known for several years here too. But I just kind of want to get a little dirt on him, a little bit more than I would know. I'm not scared. You're not scared? I'm not scared. Okay. Well, uh, extensive background here. Uh, uh, Travis's dad trained him all the way up from amateurs all the way through. To my last pro fight, which was a couple years ago. Obviously. It was in my corner still. Significant part of Travis's life, uh, part of uh, who he's developed as a man. So, you know, I'm, I'm proud to have him here on the show as well and, and happy to have him. So, uh, you know, I just want to just open the floor up. Tell me a little bit about this guy that maybe the audience wouldn't know. Uh, you know, what's what's something about Travis that we miss out on just from the normal antics we see on these uh, these little clips and these videos? <laughs> I don't have any bad stories. I got his... He's just being nice. Yeah. No. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you take a drink and then open up. Yeah, yeah. No, he's... Um, from the very beginning when he started boxing, he, he always had that, that fire. He took... When he finally got to the national tournament, he took second place and was not happy with that. And he went undefeated probably for the next three years. Won two back-to-back -back tournaments right after that. That same tournament. Two national titles, yeah. <clears throat> I yeah. remember. He was giving interviews at 10, 11 years old on the morning shows on all the TV stations around Kansas City. And they, they actually did, you know, there's, a, there's 300 boxers in this tournament and they picked him little kid to do their tournament or to do their uh their morning stories and i remember then, that so <clears throat> doug yep. ward yep doug ward was in that one yep we did the morning show for in kansas city missouri for the national silver gloves i remember that actually he had the gift of gab then because there was no rehearsing they 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 don't be nervous it was live yeah. we did a live for the yeah. 11 year old yeah they broke i was me. 11 that's scary it was yeah. live he literally we did like a whole skit they put these gloves on we got in the ring and this lady like interviewed me this guy was like all right now i need you to punch me and all this stuff like we, it was that was pretty wild mm -hmm. now we gotta yeah. find that video and that was back before that's what she said jokes were really yes so that's good we yes. didn't talk like that that's good <laughs> i did not graduate to that until probably this podcast got it oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all my fault so all right all right well, let, so let's talk a little bit about Travis in like that, kind of the early days, his mm -hmm. career. Um, obviously, you were at the forefront of that. I don't want to hear about, oh, yeah, his record was this. He was so awesome in the amateurs. I want to hear some of the, the fun stuff, some of the, the, not dirt, but embarrassing stuff. That's what the, the listeners want to see. They love Weekend Trav. They you do. Got, got God, they love know. his knowledge. But we want some embarrassing stuff. I'm trying I to think. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't. I have some embarrassing stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> we can we can hear those too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Well, what did you find? Okay, so let's switch gears then. If we if we're not if I'm it comes gonna, up I'm if it comes up it. if it comes up and you think something, of something, yeah, go and throw it out there. I'm gonna get it. I'm okay, gonna get okay. it. Okay, so yeah, keep so, digging. Well, let's talk then just with regard to his career moving from start to finish. Let's go from like amateurs to pros. From you as his trainer, as his coach, as his father, what did you see were like the the biggest hurdles that he had to overcome as he was moving his way through the ranks on the amateur side of things? He 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 would work too hard. Hmm. We literally would go, you know, I'd pick him up after basketball practice in school, would take him to the gym in Cameron, work his butt off, and we had our own ring in the garage, like that. we had a ring actually with ropes and everything, and he'd go there and be working his tail off, and I'd get in trouble for it because his mom goes, where's Travis? I said, he's out in the garage working out. Does he ever stop? He didn't want to stop, you know, he had to get in trouble for being out there so long, but, you know, it paid off because, you know, he... Back to that good thing where he did really good and all that, but he he just never would. He was always a hard worker, just work, 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 work. As a little kid, yeah, you know. Did did you find it like coming out of like the, the small area? Uh, was that also kind of like a hurdle to to get over with regard to this competition at that level? Was it just tough to kind of work the way through the ranks? Is there any sort? Was there any sort of political shit to worry about? No, we just beat everybody up. There you go. You know, I guess that, that fixes I it. I mean, yeah. technically, yeah, in the amateur boxing, the, the political stuff wasn't as major. I mean, it's there for sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, as the younger, you know, junior Olympic type of boxers, it wasn't as bad because I don't think I had a close fight. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Even if there was politics, I really don't think I had a really close fight. You know what? There was some politics, actually. We had some politics Thir- in I Nebraska. think I was 13. Yep. 13 years old, yeah. I just so I was 10. I took second at nationals, and the whole United States, I had a little kid out of Missouri, took second. The next year, the dad spoke about it. The next year, I was like, I got to win this, and I did. I won it the next year, and then I repeated the next year. Mm-hmm. I'm 13 years old. I'm coming back, going through. Uh, we have, you had to win state, regionals, and then you qualify for nationals, and we're at regionals in Nebraska, and I beat the crap out of this kid. You beat this kid, kid before. I Stop beat him. this kid so bad that after the fight was over, like I was like, Pfft. it wasn't even a, like, I'm not kidding. When you're boxing, there's been many fights to where like I, the fight was like kind of, not really close, but in my mind, I was like, oh my God, this fight was really close. Then you watch it later and you're like, oh, I beat the crap out of this kid. But this kid, even during the fight, I'm like, I beat the crap out of this kid. It was literally probably one of the easiest fights I'd ever had at 13 years old. One of the easiest fights I'd ever had. And I lost. Defending two-time back-to-back national champion, and I lost. Mm. Come to find out, the kid's coach just got named Nebraska's sports athletic director of the state. And, like, for sure, they set this, they, like, 100%. Like, there's no Mm -hmm. other reason why that kid won. Because we literally, and I remember this still to this day, too, also. Because in amateurs, you get trophies and medals and things like that, right? Well, when you win, when you qualify, you don't get anything, I don't think. You just qualify, then you go to nationals, and then you do get stuff there. But when you lose, they give you a medal. I remember my dad taking that medal, <laughs> slamming it down on one of the judges' tables, <laughs> and saying, my son don't deserve this. You deserve this. Yeah. You lost this fight. Yeah. And I remember that. Yeah. That's probably the only like political thing that I kind of really – there was more later, for sure. Yeah. But like I remember that. was That sucked. When you go to somebody else's hometown, like we would go to Nebraska, mm-hmm. for instance, and we would fight up there, and the hometown, Nebraska would put the show on for the five-state regionals, and then we'd get up there, and if you fought a kid from Nebraska, or more so the Fremont area, whatever it was, I always told them, don't take it to the judges. Yeah. Do not take it to the judges. 
I don't you care never how know. bad or good this kid is, do not take it to the judges. Typically, you get the hometown discount. Yep. yep, yep. And we don't get to pick our judges. They do. And normally they're from right there in that area. So, I mean, but we still overcome. You did all of those things. I mean, it was no no doubt where we were going. After we, there's a picture up there that when you took second the first time. Oh, yeah. I am sitting there. I'm a bad loser. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> you know, we're sitting around and everybody goes, let's take a picture of you after, after the fight. We're sitting there and I'm like, I am not smiling. I could not bring a smile to my face. And then people now go, why weren't you smiling? Second? But in the nation, second? Which was still a feat in itself. We're it's, 10 years old. And I literally back, made yeah. it through half state, state, regionals. I made it to the finals Fuck of nationals. All over the country. The yep. finals. And I lost in the final. I, everybody, everybody likes to say, you win silver. And I go, you lose gold. Mm-hmm. You do. Right. You do. Period. Great feat. I'm 10. So like, I didn't know at the time, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I made it to the finals, whatever. But I lost, so it sucked. I didn't know any better. I'm just like, this sucks. I didn't win. A wise man once said that second place is the first loser. But, yeah. That was uh, Ricky Bobby's father <laughs> in Talladega Nights. <laughs> well, hell, Ricky, you can get second, you can get third, hell, you can even get fourth. Yeah, so, uh, so, so it is what it is. You know, so as, as Travis uh, kind of transitioned from amateurs to pros, and we've talked about this weekend, Travis, we talked about this probably a year ago as I talked to you about it, just kind of what do you find were, were the biggest differences as the fighter, but you as the, as the trainer, as the coach, what, what, what were you seeing from your perspective? What was, what was some of the things that you had to overcome or you saw as different when you went from amateurs then into the pro ranks? I'm going to back up for just a second sure. and bring, bring it back to that. Yeah. When he was doing those interviews, they actually asked him that question. What do you think is the difference, you know, being from an amateur to the pros? He went into a, mo- a, a monologue of, well, the headgears are one thing. When they take the headgear, and he's just young, he, and they're just letting him go. I remember that. The headgears, he said, you get more cuts if you take the headgear off. So being pro, I don't know. You know, it's just more dangerous and stuff like that. So it's exactly what it was. Yeah. When you get into the pro, it is actually that guy over there on the other side, and they're tiny gloves, and they say they're 10 ounces, but you can feel nothing. Sure. And I've, I've, I've never seen, I mean, any photos and things that I've seen after your fights or anything like that, I've never seen you really too damaged up anyways, right? There, there weren't any real fights, and that's, I could be wrong. Were there any fights where you were to see you came out and like, man, I look real beat up? I wouldn't say so. I, I got a cut one time, an accidental headbutt in Germany. But even then, I, I had a cut above my eye, but I wasn't like all swollen everywhere yeah. else. I mean, there's probably been a couple fights, I think, when I fought Terrence Crawford. I was a little scraped up too, but I've never been in like, yeah, I don't think I've ever been in a war, which is probably, I thank God and I thank my dad every day for this, that I had 170 amateur fights, yeah. 46 pro fights. I'm still here right now speaking yeah. knowledgeably i think Whee! at least <laughs> i'm not slurring my speech at least okay but say it again i feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you have you have a couple more uh mictors and we'll see your slurring I'm gonna a little bit. Yeah. but i do feel like i don't look the part of a boxer mainly because i, ha- I don't think i've taken a lot of damage over the years and that's a lot of thanks to my pops for sure i think he protected me in the pros especially too because yeah the pros I, I know for a fact that the pros were more violent than the amateurs. Because mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, I, I you said not it. that I was like stupid, but I was just maybe a little more naive. Like in the amateurs, I, I tell my kids that I train out too. I'm like, dude, I never ever had a problem with one single person that I fought in the amateurs. It was a sport to me. 
and the other kid too. It wasn't like I was going out there to kill the kid. Yeah. Like I was going out there, well, I don't know, I was going out there, I'll point the kid and I want to win and I want to get the trophy, I want to get the belts, I wanted all that cool stuff. Like it never once crossed my mind that it was so violent. Yeah. It wasn't until I turned pro. Mm. Then once I turned pro, I realized pretty dang quick, my pro debut, I won by second round knockout because the guy quit in the corner. But I remember after that fight, I was like, holy crap. This is like, I, I think I said in an interview too, as a pro at that point, I was like, the professionals compared to the amateurs is like night and day. Yeah. yeah. And probably more politics, I would imagine too. We've talked about yeah, some of those yeah. stories, right? Um, yeah. So from his perspective, I know you had talked about the whole the Playboy Mansion situation. Mm. You talked about Aram and all this yeah. stuff. Were you seeing that too on your side? Oh, I'm absolutely. I'm getting from his perspective. What, what, what's, what's your perspective during all those kind of incidents that, that he was trying to work through? I. I had it out with more people than you can imagine. Yeah. There is not a one, not one time that I, if it was political, where's dad? I'm over there in somebody's face saying, do you really think that was a good call? Do you really think that that's, you know, should have happened that way? Yeah. But it's, it, we have a lot of those moments. We, St. Louis is one of them where a guy in the crowd just jumped over the thing and was trying to square up and, oh, yeah, and beat us up. In a pro fight, actually. Yeah, yeah. I might have told him I shut up, that. but... You know, he's in a nice way. I'm sure. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I got. A, I got. Remember two stories now. Okay. The, I think it was the second or third fight. He was always worried about a cut. Okay. I'm not a cut man. So if he got a bad cut, we might have. I'd never been cut in the amateur. So yeah. Yeah. And he said, and he come back one time, and I and I he had a cut right on his on his eyebrow right there, and I said, oh hell, and I and I and I just don't want him to know that. Yeah. So I take some Vaseline and I'm wiping it on his eye, and I'm dabbing it, and he goes. Why you? Why you? What? Am I cut? <laughs> and I said, I said, no, no. I'm just make sure your eyebrow, you know, because you put Vaseline on to make the punch slip off. And after the fight was over, the the doctor come up in the corner and goes, okay, do you want the stitches in the back of the break room or do you want? Where do you want to do this at? He goes. He looked at me. And he goes, I was cut. <laughs> but I what, remember that. Now. I think the other story I have with him was we got a couple bunch of stories, but that one, I think it was Crawford. When he came back to the round, about the third round, when you asked me, was that Daniel Cotter? Yeah, that was on the that was on the Jermaine Taylor Carl Froch undercard out in uh, Connecticut, Mashantucket, Connecticut, I think. Yeah, he had his hands full. He come back and it was like, I, I, he he got dropped. Yeah, it was a flash knockdown, Second and and I I had just turned and turned back, and he was getting back up, and I'm like what? And the crowd screaming like. Okay, who got knocked down? What's going? And they're giving him the eight count. I was like, okay, that's our fault. He comes back to the corner, and he's like, Lee, what's he? What's he hit me with, Dad? I go. I look down. I said, everything. <laughs> what is the advice you could give yeah. the guy? I look at him like, well, shit. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. He goes, well, that's right. That's a true story. We had true rock, story. Was it ro- Tiger rock or out. Rock? Rock out. Tiger or Rock? I forget which one was. So they're, they're they're brothers. He was in the corner with us, and he tells the story as well. He's laughing right. He's like, he does everything. Yeah. <laughs> what are you supposed to do when you you look at your coach? You're a coach for track. Look at, hey, what am I doing wrong? You go, everything. I mean, I can think, like, yeah, I can think of many instances where I could say the same thing, but you got to pick one or the other. But you know what? I mean, I, I could have said that. At some there. point, you're like, yeah. everything. And we'd been long enough in the career by then, he was just like, everything. Yeah. And I was like, huh. So just pick one thing. Just yeah. pick one thing to, to try to protect there yourself. There was no with. one thing. It was. <laughs> I started thinking. I was like, he's, "I think he's right." It's like I do something different. Yeah, he just kind of goes, mm, "Okay," yeah. you know. And then when he was fighting the guy in Germany, you had the um, cut. Yeah, I mean, it's was a headbutt, head and and I just see blood gushing. Worst cut I've ever and, had. Yeah. And, and I'm dad. 
you know, if, if I think about throwing the towel in, I've right. already thought one thought too long. Right. That's how I think. And he's, and he's trying to fight and he's, he's working his way over and he's, I can't see dad. I can't see. I'm coming up in the ring to stop it. I was going to stop it. And the doctor and me bumped shoulders as we came up and the doctor goes, come here. And he looked at it and he goes, he waved it off. And I was like, Oh, good. Didn't realize that under four rounds, yep. it's, it's, a, it's, no it's a no contest. So, so you I didn't lose and yeah. win. So it. Yeah. It actually, they didn't know. They didn't stop. know. Yeah. We, we both hit that up there. And once you make that up, it's over. Yeah. But the doctor come over and, and then that. And the cut was from an accidental headbutt. Yeah. So that's why yeah. they did that. Because it, there was like, there was no, it literally, there was no questioning it. Both guys, we knew it was from an accidental yeah. headbutt. Yeah. But dude, my eye, it was on my eyelid. It was, eyelid was hanging literally down. My eyelid. That's the worst cut. And only actually after that, I don't think I've ever been cut after mm-hmm. that. I don't think so either. Which is actually surprising because once you get cut, they're usually like you get cut more after that. That I don't think I've ever been cut after that fight. Was you, was you, uh, when he was giving you stitches, what did he? Oh, yeah, that was No, stiff. nothing. They, they took me back after that fight in, in Germany. No anesthesia, no. They no. said, hey, there's beer in this cooler if you want to take a beer. <laughs> Numbing up a little bit by drinking it. But otherwise, the dude sat on my lap and sewed me up right there. Yeah. There you go. Straddled him. So a little Mr. So, Miyagi. Which which part did you enjoy the most? The guy straddling you? Or... <laughs> it was very awkward to I be told honest. The doctor, I'm cut. No. <laughs> oh my god. I'm I told, I, we told everybody. Everybody that watches our podcast, listens to our podcast, we're all inclusive here. Mm-hmm. We've talked. We've talked many a times about being inclusive about Ivy League swimming. You know, we have the guy, I mean, the gal, Leah Thomas, who's breaking records in the Ivy League, winning all these titles. She's a stud. Yeah. She's, <laughs> what a looker. Yeah. She's, she's a looker. You love her. I thought you thought she was your all-star. No, 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 because no, no, no. We can try. Oh, wait, it's wait. I thought enough. you First were the... of all, I'm a married man. Oh, sorry. Number two. Uh, I didn't say I, I like to look into the WNBA for any talent. I got you. So you like layups, okay? Yeah, I love layups. Love layups. It's a very exciting sport to me, WNBA. Forget the NBA. Forget the all-star game and the weekend and whatnot. I think it's tonight, right? That is tonight, actually. Eh, Who cares? Watch our show. When's the WNBA all-star game? Let me see that. Because instead of a slam dunk contest, I want to see that layup contest. (laughs) You're such a... (laughs) What? I'm telling you, more guys... Explain. More bench warmers (laughs) in the NBA need to transition... So they could be starters in the WNBA, then I would start watching. I forgot to tell you that now I have, I have changed my tune on a lot of stuff now. Oh, I now. Yes, I am Binary. because now mm. I consider myself non-binary. There it is. Non-binary. Non-binary. Well, we talked about. I'm a non-binary. We person. talked about this Mictors, why it was so expensive with because of the Biden inflation that's <laughs> yeah. going on. It's. Uh, I did that stuff. I did it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So listen. Listen. We are are very open-minded on this podcast. We definitely, as long as we can get NBA players to transition to become WNBA players, I'm full support. (laughs) Because I want to see these he-she's out there dunking and having a great time balling. It's going to be like... uh, Put the layups with the Yeah, like the Harlem Globetrotters out there. That's what I want to see. They're going to run circles around these true ladies playing WNBA basketball. Listen... But the ball's smaller, so it'll be a little tougher. Leah Thomas is probably going to go down as the greatest swimmer of all time in men's and women's. Well, yeah. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Actually, false, because that's why she got her butt kicked. Wait, she... He got his butt kicked in the men's. As a man. Or and shim. Then he, you can call him shim as well. And then he transferred <laughs> over, shim. and now she he's him. setting records. 
Literally last weekend. Yeah, I know. He set the Ivy League record for the 500 freestyle. Nobody's beat anybody by seven seconds. What's great is that I think someone from Yale or Harvard or something is also a a transitioned swimmer into the female ranks as well. So not as much uh, has been put on that guy or gal, shim, he, she. Did you say trans? Trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trans. Trans. Ginger. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to speak anymore. I'm afraid of how. Like, what am I supposed to say? What are you? And then I think I'm like, you were born, and what did God make you? Oh, he made you a man. You know what I am, Weekend Trav? Red-blooded American. Boom. USA. USA. America. 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 Love it. America. So that was a nice little uh, tangent. Love it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I so, feel like you didn't really finish off the tangent, but... No, oh. I'm going to... So let's bring it back to the world of boxing. Okay. Um, we've talked a little bit about this. Could you imagine what it would be like seeing the transition game happen in the world of boxing. Uh, and the easy conversation would be if a man transitioned to be a woman and fought, let's say, Clarissa Shields or somebody like that. Let's go the other way we can trap. Can we see a Clarissa Shields or somebody similar transition to the men's ranks? What would happen? Wouldn't be good. Okay. Well, well let's take They would find her people to beat. To make it look good for a moment. But she'd never be a world champion, but she'd for sure. she'd never be a world champion. I don't even think... Closer Shields, I'll give you an example. If she came over, she'd fight... She's in the weight class of a Canelo Alvarez. So tell me what Canelo would do to Clarissa Shields. Clarissa, like, I, I don't care how good you are. You're an amazing woman athlete. You get your ass kicked, probably knocked out, and probably seriously injured by Canelo Alvarez. You we would. Trap. It's not it's even fact. fighting the best. You take one of the worst people in that division, find somebody in, you know... BFE, you know, wherever, Tennessee, uh, mm. South Dakota, that dude is going to beat her up. He's, it's the, it's, he's, the DNA of a male is just naturally different. And that's Strong. not, that's, yeah, that's, and that's not a dig on women at all. At women, all. They're different. We can't sports, grow a baby. That's exactly why women's sports need to be separated from men's sports. There's been plenty of legislation out there that's tried to do that. Tell me how the, the whole transition thing is helping the Title IX uh, aspect mm-hmm. of it with college and high school. It's making it terrible right now. It's, how many steps backwards is that? Yep. Massively. Massively. I, I agree 100%. And this is, I had a conversation with somebody, and why are we not seeing these people that are female transitioning to males trying to get into male sports? Because they can't. They're mm-hmm. literally, they're getting beat. They're not even getting on the radar because of the very fact that males are literally, you're, ge- you're just genetically you're, made different. Yeah, genetically predisposed right? to be, be strong. Why are we catching all these headlines of a male transitioning to a female and beating the crap out of females? For the exact same reason. Males yeah. are made different, period. Yeah. There's a reason why this he, she, Shim. Shim. whatever it is, is now beating women because he was a male. Which it's still He's su- a male. It still surprises me because I think last podcast I mentioned, I figured if, if there was a, like a little rudder in the water, he would go slower. <laughs> but backstroke looked like a shark. They did mention. They did mention. This is the last thing I want to mention about this this weirdo. Are you sure it's the last thing? He's a weirdo. Probably not the last thing ever. But yep, this guy's a weirdo. Um, what was I going to? Oh, analysts when they were watching the swimming said, "Man." He is winning on pure arm strength. Like the actual yeah. leg strength wasn't happening. Yeah. What a freaking shock. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. What are we living in? Like, listen, I'm so glad now we're, by the way, we're on Rumble. So please follow us because I feel like we won't get censored there. But like, seriously though, come on people. If you have a little girl or a daughter 
or a wife or whatever, do you really want her competing against a biological male that is now claiming to be a female? Let's let's trust the science. You can't support that. They if tell me you're to trust a the science. Or a husband, or, or, or you can't support that. I, I am so shocked. If I'm the person finishing second in any of those races, so I'm mad. not going on the podium. Yeah. At all. You should, and you should go on the gold medal spot. Because if you took second, you really got gold. Or they should do. If you took second to her, you got gold. They should do what your dad did, bring it back to boxing. You slam that medal on, mm-hmm. on the judge's counter and be like, listen, what do you want me to do with this? It's BS because one day they're going to put an asterisk on this, and I'm going to actually be the winner mm-hmm. because this, this weirdo isn't going to be the winner. <laughs> is not going to be the winner. How can you in any right mind think that that's normal? They're, like, that's... It's not. You, as a male... He was not winning races, obviously, no. because he was a male good not enough. long ago. But listen, good enough, good enough to be on the University of Pennsylvania swim team anyways. He was competing. Men's, but he wasn't winning anything. No. Okay? So he was good enough to be on a collegiate team. That's, that in itself is a feat. Okay? For sure. But then, deciding to take the transition route, I know you're smiling because I'm still talking about this weirdo. I love it. I, I love it. And now taking the taking the woman's route, and not to say that women's sports is easier, but if once again, if you're genetically predisposed to be stronger, faster, quicker, whatever else, that's a huge disadvantage for everyone you're competing against if you've decided to chop your balls off and become <laughs> Isn't that what they do? Wow, that's mean. I don't think they go on the I don't even know what off. they do, to be fair, because I've never looked into it enough because I don't want to look into that enough. I don't want to understand that. Well, I don't want to Google that because then you'll have that on your record. The algorithm is screwed yes. up from that point forward. Yeah, you'll be getting all That's kinds on Google of history. emails. Ugh, ugh, ugh. So, so what you're saying is Leah Thomas is literally your favorite athlete in the whole entire world. They're hanging tight in the corner. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. See, there you go. Uh, I want to say... <laughs> they come out really hard and fast. I don't know what to do with my hands. There you go. Sorry. The fact that I'm talking about Leah Thomas and you look like you grew up in the microphone. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah, that kind of was He was sculpting the microphone. I want to know more how that weirdo was able to grow his hair so long so quick because I'm trying and it's taking forever. Taking forever. It's looking good though, bro. How do I grow that? I just got a cut. Two inches of it off. Yeah. That's a good mop. I mean, and this man just went through cancer for like over the last year. And I'm like, how the F is your technology in medical science has come a long way. How the freaking heck is his hair? I lost it on my legs. Oh. But you grew it on your head. Yeah, my hair started growing. So I thought, I'm going to let her go. So, so I'm sorry, maybe, it's nuts. You, know, you know, he's coming off all these treatments. Maybe, should we be wearing masks weekend drive? Should we be wearing, <gasps> well, should we be, Papa Harmon, <laughs> should, should we wear a mask right now? Absolutely not. Thank you. Okay. Well, that was nice. Not. That was nicely put. Because, I mean, if he asked us to wear a mask, we would wear a mask. Oh, of course. For his protection. Listen, when I went and was doing the chemo in that chair, I pulled my mask down, and they say, sir, could you put your mask up? I'm doing chemo, No. <laughs> and they left me alone. They absolutely left By the me way, joke. what was your mask? Huh? What was your mask? Oh, it was a Trump mask. It said Trump train. <laughs> Trump tra- I had different ones that said Trump train, you know. Listen, it's um, This mask is this mask is nonsense like the current administration and It's yeah. going to get ugly, folks, as it was we continue a through. Mask. Yeah, as we continue through the next couple of years, it's going to get ugly. I think the midterms are going to be real ugly, but also a lot of uh uh, positive for the other side of the aisle. Uh, but, oh, you mean? Yeah, so it's, uh, 
We can travel. We talk a lot sometimes about politics when we deviate from boxing which we have today which i'm glad we are because i like having your dad here like talking but i do happy to be here but i think folks want to kind of get his perspective on things let's break away from boxing let's hear it let's go everyone hears us i like it a lot of bleeps but but tell the folks so where where do you currently live what state do you live in texas okay tell me how it is in texas it is as free as florida is oh that's good okay or or more and so if with that being said you look at other states like a California, that's an easy one. A California, a New York, another easy one. Mm-hmm. Any, anything on the West Coast, Chicago, or, uh, Illinois. What are the differences you're seeing when it comes to Texas? Are you seeing, because we're getting a lot of inflow of folks from those states. Are you seeing the same inflow in Texas? Uh, I'm sorry, but it's coming from the South. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, they're, and they are absolutely not being, they just come across. Yeah. There's no testing. They're no, they don't wear a mask. Yeah. So people of Texas Oh, you're say, talking about at the border? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. In Texas, we already didn't care anyway. We've, we're the, one of the, we are the biggest state in the, in the yep. physical United States, and we have a ton of people. Big, the big cities are ruled by, obviously, Democrats, but the majority of Texans are rural. And we do not wear masks. We, restaurants, they don't, like, even on the airplane coming from Texas, the lady was, the airline, the attendant was a, was a Texan. She pull her mask down, talk to you. She's. They didn't give you that damn. Oh, wow. They didn't give you that damn speech. The FFA. Yeah, he says FFA says all this and all that. Um, we got a good governor like you guys do, Governor mm-hmm. Abbott. He yep. absolutely stands up and, you know, we had, we lived in Wichita Falls for a while and we walked through a grocery store and some old guy. I guess I'm old. I'm 61. This old guy said, "Where's your mask?" I said, mind your own business. And he goes, <laughs> just like that. And he said, you're going to get a $1,000 fine. I said, shut up. Get out of here. I looked around. I researched it. And in Wichita Falls, they were going to give you a $1,000 fine if you didn't wear your mask. Governor Abbott came through, and he found out about that. Municipalities trying to do that. Sure. And he said, if I catch anybody doing that, you're going to get – you're going to – it's, it's going to be illegal. He put an executive order out, and we didn't have to wear a mask. I don't think – people in this country realize what it takes to make a law Mm -hmm. you can't just say in america there's your democracy yeah it's i'm just a bill on capitol that's how you make a law you can't just say all of a sudden that's a law you can't do that there can be executive orders put in place however states have to uh eventually ratify that thing yeah yeah so it's what a mess so you're seeing it now and you're seeing it for a reason. You're seeing a lot of stuff going on in Canada. You're seeing a lot of stuff here. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing poll numbers drop like rocks. And all of a sudden, magically, poof, yeah, you're seeing mandates, mandates start to disappear. Even in California, Disneyland weekend trap. Disneyland in California, <clears throat> they dropped the mask mandate for, you know, if, if you're in, like, that's wild to me. Because it took a while for Florida to do that for Disney World. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it in California. Interesting timing, isn't it? Very. Interesting timing. They're getting, yep. Listen, Midterms. the most popular yeah. president in the history of United States is now killing it badly in the, in the polls. Yeah. And now all of a sudden the polls are dropping. And this would, I hope everybody takes notice of this, that literally everybody said it was, oh, this is public health. This is all this stuff. We're doing all these rules because of your public health. Then all of a sudden their polls dropped. And now all of a sudden, public health doesn't matter because now they've dropped everything. Listen, the science, the How science, does that work? The science says that. Well, listen, the, <laughs> when, when, it makes, when it's convenient and it makes sense, we're going to see the next variant come, come about. Yeah, it's right now, happen. it's not convenient because they can, 
I'm telling you this from the financial comp- component because that's what I do every day, right? Be money. So, so when I'm looking at that, everyone is now clamoring and talking about Russia, right? Ukraine, Russia, and the Ukraine. Yep. That's not the story, folks. Mm-hmm. The actual story is what's going on here and inflation. In order to mask what's going on here and how much you're paying for everything else, we're going to look at these other uh, headlines instead. Instead of talking about what's going on with the Freedom Convoy mm-hmm. in Canada, we're going to talk, <gasps> Russia's going to take the shiny over. Thing. Russia, oh no, Russia. And, uh. yeah. No, no, the story is here. And the, reason that, and the administration and the government dropping the ball on everything, everything. And then all of a sudden, oh, by the way, hey, it's not as bad anymore. We're doing the right stuff. Take your masks away. Yeah. Everything looks good it, now. It'll slip slowly. Go to the oh my god, we've had the great, we've had the greatest job growth in the last forty years, not realizing that we shut the country down. Yeah. And this people job growth, let's be honest about it, yeah. is people coming back to their yeah. original jobs. Well, in Texas, okay? Abbott quit the unemployment a year and a half ago of people yep. sitting at home collecting six hundred more dollars. They don't get six hundred for unemployment. They cut it. They said, listen, you, we got plenty of jobs everywhere you go. There's help wanted. People in the north, the difference between us and them, and I say that, is here in Texas, nobody will go squeal on you. Right. Like if you have a business, nobody's going to go squeal on you. It'll be from somebody north that'll come in and squeal on you. And then they'll, they'll say something and then they'll throw them out. You know, they'll, well, if you don't like it, where's your mask? You are free to step away from me, sir. Yeah, you are. You are. It's free country. You can step away. I, I thank God every day that we live in Florida because I have a small business, which is I have personal training business. I I train people, and I thank God every day that I live in Florida because if I didn't live in Florida, I don't. I would have went bankrupt. I went under. My business was done because I have personal training business. I know in in New Jersey you have the Atlas Gym, which is by Ian Ian. I forget his I forget his last name. Mm -hmm. Ian Fitness is is his name on Instagram. But that dude refused to shut mm-hmm. his gym down because he said you're you're letting like walmart and mcdonald's to stay open but you're telling right. me i can shut my mm-hmm. gym down right. he said i'm not gonna shut it down yep. and to this day he did contract or um contact what is it contact tracing from his gym he's not had one single yeah. covid case come out of it in two years i just wonder if he kept it open i just wonder if people's eyes will actually be open because there's a lot of sheep in this country and and i think when, when someone gets into power, they rely on that. Because there is always going to be 90% of people need to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. That's just human nature. And so the, the people in power realize that. Now, how much of an uprising can we see in this country versus what? I think they're giving us enough to where we're dissatisfied. We'll complain a little bit like we're done Stop an uprising. Uh, yeah. Full on we'll up. bitch yeah. about it online. <clears throat> yeah, and it's just, just enough, right? And so I think that's what we're going to keep seeing. I've mentioned this like on the work side of things. That once we got into the new year, once the free money was done, once the employment mo- unemployment money was done, it's gotta be bad. And people realized how much they're paying for everything. Once the holiday bills come in, that's not good. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it now. Inflation right We're now. We're seeing the uh, the employment numbers while they're still building, it's slowing down. Inflation still wildly there. Uh, uh, people spending. Actually, less. It's it's happening. Mortgages are going up. The APR, the, Fe- the Federal it. Reserve has said so, they're going to raise it the next so like, quarter every time. Batten down the hatches, folks. It's it's it could get a yeah, little rough on, here. Uh, you know, so we'll see what ends up happening. Work hat off. Now let's get back to fun and games, right? Let's do it. I just want to make one thing clear. I am a super carrier. Okay, good. Of the Om- Omicron and the good. Delta. I have the Delta. He's a Delta Cron. I'm super Delta-cron. carrier because everywhere I go, people get it. Good. And 
I, I, he did. This is true. He does. He, he brings it wherever he goes. How many weeks <clears throat> and months did I say, weekend travel? I can't. I just want to get this thing over with. You did, actually, for like <laughs> two years. And finally, you did. <laughs> I finally did. And, and, and it put me on my butt for a little Careful while. Careful what you ask for. Listen, it's not fun, folks. You know, some people get this thing and they're good, like, after in like a few days. I, you guys know. You can see our, our recording record. I was knocked on my butt for a little while. You we were out for a little bit. But I seen I, you on your first one coming back. I came rolling tell. back. Roaring back. I was sucking on cough drops because yeah, I was coughing all I the time. Tell. That was one of our most viewed episodes. I looked good, though. I had a big beard, bald head. That's not all he was sucking on. Ooh. And that's not good. Ooh. We're not talking about <laughs> swimming anymore. We're not talking about Leah Thomas. Oh, sorry. E- <laughs> e- 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 I don't know where to go with that weekend trap. Where do we go from there? Only up. You only, only go up. up from there. Only do we? Up. Yeah, because I was really down. I'm pretty sure we're in a hole. We have to dig our way out. Yep. To get out. Yeah. Well, that's what she said. Okay. So we can trap. Am I missing anything? Have we not covered anything that we wanted to cover tonight? I don't know anymore. We covered, we've covered a lot. We've covered a lot. We jumped but all over like the place. I feel like we probably could cover more, for sure. We could. Okay. I mean, we're, hitting that, easily, we're hitting that mark, though. We are. We, we, hit, I, the, we hit the mark about 10 I, minutes ago. I only gave you so much because mm. I, I need a cam. I need another. I like appearance, it. Oh, you know. I like this. So I can only give you so much because I, I don't want to. Give, give you everything. He's going to leave you wanting more. Yes. And you know what? Even if he's not in person, we could always Zoom. We could always do all sorts of stuff here. I love it. I love Ask it. for Terry Hartman. Please do. Please <laughs> do. Comment <laughs> below, A.K.A. <folks>. A.K. <laughs> producer. Comment below if you want to see Weekend Traps, Father On, whoever else on. We'd love to have guests. We'd like to do this. It, it just makes, it makes things flow a little bit more. Because Weekend Trav and I talked. Yes, there's big boxing matches coming up, but it's it's still coming. It's not like this. Okay, let it build. Up. It's not like it's not <laughs> like this weekend or anything like that. That's what she said. Gee, I think he said actually. Yeah, is it? Shim. It's coming. It's Shim. coming. That's what Shim said. That's, That's what, what Shim, Shim said. said. Oh my goodness. That's gonna be the new thing. That's what Shim said. I could probably go with that. What can they say about that? It's a, it's our new pronoun. Everyone puts pronouns behind their name now. I know. Right? I'm, I'm non-binary. You're non-binary. Okay. Gosh. I love my son. He's not but Yeah. <laughs> I can't Regardless. even finish it. Okay. Well, if he, if he, even if we can, when we can trap transition so he can go into female boxing. Can we start putting our pronouns on our Instagram page? No, when dude. Just, like you told people, just like you told people we had an OnlyFans page. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? We have it. If you guys want to see B Money Pantless, click the link. They don't want to see me in my diaper over here. Just click the kissing. link. No. I'm just saying, my pop said... I asked him, I said, boxers or briefs? Because that's a very, very legit question. People used to ask that all the sure. time, right? And he said, depends. <laughs> I, I was just answering Use that question. joke already. Yeah, I was just answering the I, question. But listen, you know why I used it already? Because climate change is here. Oh boy. I'm trying to recycle things, so I recycle jokes. Okay. okay. As I do my depends. <laughs> Ooh. I got one out there for you. You flip you them inside you. out. Okay. No, 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 no. You just let it hang out and dry it. You just let it dry yeah, them out. Yeah, just yeah. rinse them out. There's you no the rinsing. House. Rinsing. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. I hope this camera was not on me during that. Okay. So this is, this is, <laughs> this has gone off the rails. It has gone way far left. We can, we can trap. <laughs> we hope so because we need to hit a new audience. We do. We need to get a new audience. You know, okay. So we can trap. Can we bring somebody far left on here? We could. Who? I can be that. I can be you that. You cannot be oh, that. Oh, yeah. I can be that. That's a good idea. We need to. Post-production meeting, we need to talk about somebody pretending to be... Oh, yeah. I like I got, it. I got you somewhere. I like it. I like it. We can drive. Give me final thoughts here. I can wrap this thing up. Oh, my God. I, I, Put a bow on it. Final thoughts. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know. I legit. This is probably he's he's bragging about how I could talk and have the gift of gab. When I was like ten, I have no final thoughts right now. Final thoughts are that there is B money. I'm not. I'm not going to the close yet. <laughs> but yeah, that's. Uh... I don't even know what to say right now. Okay. Mictors is pretty good. Um, boxing's pretty awesome right Stop now. Stop talking. <laughs> Terry, give, give me what final thoughts you got for us. My final thoughts is I'm glad to be here and finally hold my granddaughter. Yeah, oh, great. my gosh. I couldn't hold her from a procedure that I had that made me radioactive. I glowed, mm-hmm. and I couldn't touch her, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't hug them, couldn't be around Irina, but I came. I was here for a week, you know, and came. to the hospital. And that just, he made that bad. He did. I mean, he's talking about your daughter, man. I feel awkward now. Yeah. <laughs> he was here when she was born, but he yes, could not. Could not hold her. Yes. And I'm, this I'm, is actually true. Jesus Almighty. I am so happy to be here, and then, and I'm gonna throw it to you. Wow. Okay. So hey, final like thoughts here. So uh, everyone at home, thanks for listening. We appreciate your time. As always, we appreciate Terry being here and uh, Weekend Trav and his Weekend Travness. We're we're very appreciative. We're very we're, we have a very open podcast. We're open minded here. A week uh, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. We appreciate all of our subscribers. I appreciate Weekend Trav that's filming me right now, putting me on God knows what social media outlet. Um, you know, to our subscribers, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Click below if you're not subscribing yet, wherever you're finding this, Rumble, YouTube. If you're listening to the audio side of things on Spotify, everywhere else, we appreciate it. And uh, listen, if you want to see something, you want to hear something, let us know. What do you guys think about Cambosis and Lomachenko? That fight's coming, and see that's going to be a great something. fight. Um, Weekend Trav. What are you doing? Hello. Anyone Travis on Instagram. <laughs> Follow us there, too. We're all over the place. And that's it. Been you my know, pleasure. This we've fallen off. We've fallen off the rails. Uh, <laughs> that over there is weekend draft. That there is B Money, aka producer, aka pull me in. Come on, like. What do you mean pull you in? I, I don't whoa, even know. Whoa, what's going like, on now? Not pull- <laughs> what am I pulling? What's going on now? Cut me off. I can't reach you. Cut me I off. I can't reach underneath the table. Cut me off. I gotta go. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's probably <laughs> best. It's probably best. It's getting. It's getting. Sexy. Thank you for watching, and uh, you know. God bless. I could have. God no, bless. You can, I after that, I don't think you can say God bless. Say you can't even say that. Jeez. Sorry. Jeez. That was Go to great. Blenders. These that are good sunglasses. Great. Go find them. <laughs> That's it. That was great. <laughs>